0: What do you do when you find someone that uses the Risa more effectively than you? Well, we bring them on the podcast. Yeah, that's right.
1: Hey, I think everyone heard that. So that's the, the pre-intro to the intro. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Retire With Style. I'm Alex, and I'm here with my trusted companion, the silent assassin, as we found out in the last
2: episode, Wade Fa. Wade, how you doing? Hey, everyone. Doing great. And How are you, Alex?
1: I'm good. Thank you for asking.
2: <laughs>
1: Today, we have two guests, a father and son combo. Our very first, we have Brad Pistol and Hunter Pistol. So I, I should have said Brad and Hunter Pistol. I don't know why I said it the other way, but <laughs> hey, fellas, how are you? Doing good. Hey, we're great. Thank you. All right. And wait, what was a little personal tidbit you wanted to add at the beginning that I kind of (laughs) just didn't?
2: Yeah, I don't know if there's some lag if they already heard this, but uh, I first met Brad through the RICP program. And one of the rare cases where when you join the program, you actually reached out to me. We have... Well, we have thousands of students going through the program, but it's very rare to have someone reach out in that manner. So it's great to make that connection early on and, yeah. to, and to get to know you over the last couple of years. It
3: was those good uh, Ed Slot questions, all that training from being in the Ed Slot program. And there was like a question that came up. I was like, okay, I got to ask wait about this and make sure it's congruent with what ed says so yeah it's it's great or or, or ed has to make sure (laughs) it's congruent with what wade said (laughs) that's exactly that's right come on ed come on now (laughs) (laughs) Now, no hey
1: hey, uh uh, one of the things we're doing here we we just finished the social security arc and we're in the process of doing an arc on advisors uh simply because i i I, I think we want to get away from talking heads and really talk to advisors that are doing the work. I, I think that's important for consumers to just realize that. And you know, we want to also fold into the RISA as well. You know how how they utilize the RISA and you know how can we not think of of you both in that? But before we get into that, I noticed you have a, a metallic uh, thing on your on your index finger that's not necessarily a ring. Pre tell, pre
3: tell. What, what what happened, <laughs> well, Brad? You know, what happened? Um, you people. The reason people have to read my book, Bulletproof, is because in the book there are pictures of my brain tumor and the surgery. Oh, wow. And now, I <laughs> yeah, now I've broken an index finger. I've broken ankles. I've done a little bit of everything. But this was from this weekend. Uh, you know, when I'm not playing advisor and 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 um, retirement planning specialist guy, I'm at my farm piddling and. Uh, Myself and a tractor had a little argument this weekend, and it oh, wow. got pinched in between two pieces of equipment. And I honestly thought I was going to look down and see my finger on the ground. And so wow. I'm thankful it was just a broken tip. So yeah, we're we're in some good good feeling pain today, but it's all good. Hunter, it's he's getting—I still got nine fingers. Hunter, he's
1: getting at that age where you're going to have to be like, no, Pop.
4: Listen, <laughs> I tell him get down from this, get down from the ladder, Pop. That's, right, that's <laughs> it. I tell him to stop getting on ladders. The guy's crazy. He'll just climb on, ladder, climb on track. Ladders. Yeah. What, is, what is that joke? Yeah. It's,
1: it's a joke where a guy goes to the doctor and he points and he tells the doctor, Doctor, my head hurt. He points at his head. My head hurts. My chest hurts. My arm hurts. My leg hurts. And the doctor says, let me see. He looks at his hand. And he says, you have a broken finger. Broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something that's like it. that. <laughs> There's another that's one where your nose doesn't work, but that's something else. <laughs> but all right. Uh, well, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, this is a, a, a father something thing. I, I thought it was, you know, quite enduring. I, I think it's always <clears> cool. And you said there was another generation involved, so just give a little background about your firm. I, I think that's something that's interesting as we, you know, build momentum here.
3: So it's really interesting. My father was in the financial services industry for fifty-two years, and had every every uh, license and designation under the sun. He was an IAR and but also had his his life and health licenses. He worked for Blue Cross and Blue Shield and then Merrill Lynch. And then he worked for me the last 10 to 11 years of his career. And dad passed away last August of okay. 2022, but he also is responsible for having trained Hunter. Hunter's an IAR and he's been through the RIC program, ICP program also. But it's kind of neat was to have dad more on the 401k brokerage side. He worked with a lot of companies and had me as the safety insurance retirement planning guy in the middle. And then you have Hunter now, who's actually taken on all of dad's book and has his own clients um, on the investment side. So we've been a, a, a unique story. You know, dad was fully and completely immersed in the brokerage side of things. But then as he went through 2001 and 2008 at age 56 and 63, he had two pretty big market crashes yeah. in his own Maryland portfolio and was like, hey. I need to mm-hmm. learn about the, this insurance side of things and the safety side. So that's really when his light came on to that was in 2008 and in 2009. So that's it's neat. It made us kind of a complete package to have have worked with everything under the sun from 401ks to company plans, individual plans. And and uh, it's neat having the young man come along and. I think he Wade, He made a better grade on all three RICP exams than I did. Okay. <laughs> and, I wasn't and gonna uh, mention it, but it's like, I was
4: thinking it. Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean. Yeah, but can he take you? Can he he take you? Can he take you, Brad? That's what we want to know. Because you got that old man strength. You got that old man.
3: (laughs) I could use this broken finger right here and take him down right now. (laughs) But I'm saying uh, it's been pretty cool. People will come in. I remember my early days and people will come in and meet with Hunter and they're like, how in the world did he learn all this stuff? I'm like, well, his father's a genius. I mean, no, he's. It's uh, it's it pretty genetic. neat having, <laughs> having grandpa and dad and him uh, all together. It's it's been a neat start to our and I've been my practice has been open for fifteen years now,
2: so it's really really neat. No, it must be such a pr- well, that's proud a thing. neat dynamic. Go on, wait. Yeah, could you talk about a little bit more with this idea? Of, I, I think a theme we're going to have with these episodes as we talk to advisors who are out there working with clients is. The advisors best positioned are those who can integrate the insurance side and the investment side to craft solutions yeah. appropriate for each person they work with. Now, this is an interesting dynamic where you have the, the father son team and, and the, the previous generation before that as well. Where the uh, how, Can you just tell us a little bit more about how you work oh. together and, and if there's a handoff or how that works between finding yeah. the insurance piece and the investment piece? So this is where it gets
3: really interesting because I, – so I host Safe Money Radio, and I've been on for 14 years. It's the longest-running financial planning show in our area, but it is all across the country. There's like 80 guys on Safe Money Radio. And what's really interesting is that I'm real open. You guys know I'm super open about my story, and I, that's why I write yeah. about it in my book. I, I actually fired my father at age thirty six. He was my my Merrill Lynch advisor, on, Hunter, and I how was. Hold you. Hold on, you, Hunter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how, old are you? how many years before you give your dad the right.
3: <laughs> Before I get the pink slip. Yeah, but, but what, here's what's interesting, Wade, and I, I think you'll like this, and Alex, Alex too. But so I was in full time ministry before. Opening okay. my practice, and so I I live paycheck to paycheck, and I opted out of Social Security at age nineteen because you can, conscience is objector. I can be a better steward of my money than the government, and so I had no retirement savings except that my father at our church where I worked helped start a four hundred three b plan, taking care of his son, and he he was one of the deacons at church, and 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 doing all that. But, you know, what was happening in 08 when I resigned and retired from that, that line of work, I was really sick of what was going on in the market. And so I had 37000 measly dollars to my name. And I was like, Dad, I don't want to keep watching this go up and down. And I didn't know a lot about money. And so he kept saying, you know, age old rule of thumb, just forget about it. It'll come back. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And long story short, I actually purchased my first fixed index annuity in 2008 with a 403B rollover from – where dad managed at Merrill and I converted that to a Roth and that's been growing tax-free ever since. And that really turned me on to the, Hey, there's a whole different side of this safety and protection. And that's when I took all my tests and took off on that side. And instead of doing the Merrill Lynch thing, I, w- I went my own route and um, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Time transitioned on and dad had been, dad had been 18 years at Merrill and was ready for transition. And two years later he joined me. So we had Trinity insurance and financial services, my company, we had it, in the Ozarks in Missouri but then dad also opened a branch in Fort Smith, Arkansas three hours south and so we were able to maintain two different sets of clients and then we also worked on clients together here dad came up to uh, the Ozark Springfield, Missouri region and worked on company 401k plans and then along comes Hunter and uh, that was (laughs) pretty cool not (laughs) from (laughs) Chicago that's right and Hunter's been working here about five years and the stuff that he yeah and the stuff that he's learned and been able to do it's pretty awesome um and then hunter how are you viewing around. the investment side
4: uh it's a fun world you know you learn more and more each day obviously i learned a lot from my grandpa but whenever i really got into it was whenever i found guys like wade and michael Kitsis and everyone else in that world um and i just started watching every video Every podcast that was ever put out with like Wade and Michael, um, other guys come to mind too. I'm blanking on them. Uh, the- Alex Mergia, <laughs> yeah, right.
3: yeah. right. no, 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 trust me.
4: Alex, in our
3: office, he, refer- <laughs> Alex, he refers to you as the other guy no, in no, our no. office. Trust me. <laughs> 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 yeah, on
2: Amazon, Alex was referred to as my site. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, my yeah, name, my name and Wade are always in the same sentence. Wade, Alex, he's no Wade. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Um, you, are you in the little buggy next to the motorcycle? Is that is that who you are, not Alex? Even, You're not even. <laughs> no, no, it's it's pretty cool, guys. I would come in um, and and like today. You know, I had clients at nine thirty and then and then eleven, and then one client showed up early, and I had all this stuff to do before getting to today. And a lot of times, I'm back to back to back, and I'll come in and find Hunter in the early years, and he'll start talking about something. I'm like, how in the world do you know that? He's like, well, I watch. Wade Fowle online all the time. I watch Michael <laughs> Kitsis and he goes into all these people, literally um, studied everything online and it's pretty incredible how his knowledge grew. No, which, listen,
1: I, I'm a dad yeah. of three and and Hunter, the, the pride that your dad must have is yeah. you, you'll never, you'll know it, you know, when, when it only happens to you. But I mean, it's, it's such an... Awesome thing. That's why I said, no, I'm, we're inviting both of them, and I, and I want to get you know to know this. And, and same thing with you, Brad, and, and your father. I mean, he must have been just uh, firing aside. <laughs> right, right, right. Besides that, well, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly. No. Well, the fun part of that was, you know, because Dad knows so much. He was a CLU and a CHC and all these things. He had a 7, a 63, a 65. But when I when I started talking about this annuity stuff, before it was cool, and Wade, you remember those days when you just, really, that was a four-letter word. I was like, Dad, I think I want to roll it into something safe. You know, that really caught his attention because they didn't offer that in his world. That, that wasn't there. But when 2011 got here and he's like, you know, I went through this at age 56 and at age 63 and I think I want to learn something from my son about that, which was kind of cool. This guy's got, you know, 40 something years experience at that time. And and then he purchases two fixed index annuities rolls as Merrill Lynch 401k over into it because it was the right time at that time to do that. And and I sold dad annuities, which was pretty cool. That's, and then he started selling annuities to his clients that he was rolling out a four hundred and one ks And in his early years, he never never talked to him about that.
2: Wait, are the you safety re- side wasn't there. Wait, are you ready for your kids? The student becomes the teacher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I think I told I, I was telling Wade I tease my kids. My kids are fine. They're they're great. They're great, right? <laughs> But uh, they tease me about Wade, right? Hey, uh, you know, we look at the podcast reviews, and they're pretty much saying, "Hey, uh, just just be quiet. Have Alex be quiet, and let Wade talk more." You know that kind of thing. <laughs> and, and and I showed it to my kids, and they start cracking on me, right? And so then I'm like, "Hey, you know, Wade Wade's son. I, I think he got an internship at SpaceX over at Texas yeah. as a ten as a as an eighth grader. What are you doing? How, are you still working three hours on Valorant to get that special yeah. helmet
3: on the video game?" <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that, that, that. So, uh, Alex, you know, you probably don't know this. I think I sent you a clip, but you're famous because we run commercials locally and all that sort of thing. And for whatever reason, it's probably your beautiful face. Yes, but, yes. You know when they did when they did the edits. <laughs> You're in the commercial like three times. Wade's in there, too. Ed slots in there. and so, uh, But yeah, I'm like, man, Al, they love Alex. He's he's in our commercials all the time. I've got a face for radio, <laughs> as, as they say, yeah. you know. I've got one but of those. That's probably a
2: good spot for a bit of a, a transition that Alex and I have both been guests on Safe Money Radio. <laughs> Wade's a pro. <laughs> Wade's a pro. You <laughs> <Did laughs> see that? That's right. You see that? Over the years, I have been <laughs> yeah. a guest on a number of local radio shows that advisors run, and your show was the first cool. actually using the RISA as part of the show, where you, you say to, as part of the show, if you're interested to learn more, contact our firm. Uh, we'll provide you with a link to be able to take yeah. the RISA. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about the experience you've had, really, I think at this point, being the, the leader in the, in the profession in terms of promoting the RISA as part of your practice? Yes.
3: We not only do it on the on the show, which, as you know, we did from the very beginning, but we've actually done it in long-form TV segments where we've talked about the Risa through the whole uh, three-and-a-half-minute spot that was on TV. And what's really cool, not only locally with our own clients, but it is neat to have a nationwide effect because the two clients that call from Texas today, they, they want to take the Risa. So they're, they're like, hey, I heard your podcast with – Dr. Fow and, and and I know we're supposed to call you Alex, Alex sorry, and Wade, but you know, they're always Dr. Doctor, doctor. So we heard the podcast, and we, we want to take the Risa. But a lot of our local clients, too, we've really just ingrained it into everything that we do. When we talk to someone on the phone for the first time, if they've called into radio or if they call into the office because they've watched a commercial or seen a billboard – The first thing we do when we set an appointment is say, hey, we're going to send you a link to take something called the Retirement Income Style Awareness Questionnaire. And they're like, oh, okay, that would be great. And we just kind of explain what it is. How do you explain it?
1: And we'd say just for people may not know listening in. Like, how would you explain it?
3: Yeah, so I would say this is, you know, we have our own company stuff that we, and I just tell them we've have our own company stuff we've been getting out for years, but this is just so much better. And I'll just say two, two doctors, a doctor with their in economics and, and in psychology, have come up with this really a retirement questionnaire that will let us know kind of what your what your feel for risk versus income versus safety. You'll fall into one of four quadrants, and it won't take long. It'll take f- about fifteen to twenty minutes to take and we'll tell them you can either take it individually or you can take it with a spouse you can you know where you each have your own report but then it will send us a report and it'll send you one and then we'll go over that when we get together and they're like great And almost every time without exception, they take it within 10 to 15 minutes after we talk to them. It's not one of these things where we have to wait on it to come back or them come in and we say, well, hey, did you ever did you ever get that link? They do it. And so the the great thing that helps us is that when someone comes in for a first meeting, we already have the RISA filled out on the individual or them and their spouse. We've had some where both take it. And so we already have a report there and we're ready to go into details, talking to them about some things that normally – we would stand we're not quick movers we we like a three at least three meetings with clients and so really it kind of took the place of the first meeting cuz that's where you're asking all the questions and uncovering details and the risa does all that for us what happens if someone's if listening sense.
1: in i, I agree what happens if someone's listening in and they say oh but you can't do that with a questionnaire you got to you got to be there and to develop that rapport I, to me it's an and not a but kind of thing but, uh, you know, what, what, what's your take on that? Because is it a, a force multiplier, if you will, to sort of facilitate rapport in that in that first meeting? And you can say no, that, that's totally fine, because uh, everyone will use it differently. Yeah. But what, what's your take on that?
3: Well, kind of like you guys, we're we're very laid back in our approaches. So instead of creating a 35 page color dynamic um, (laughs) report to give to someone, we we are more of a let's sit down with a yellow legal pad across the table from each other and ask each other questions. You get to know us as we're getting to know you. And the reason the RISA has worked, I think, beautifully for us with that type of layout is that people have already most people have already listened to me on the radio. Most people. Okay. That's 90% of our calls. They've already listened to me. So there's already a trust bond there. Even though I don't know them, okay. they feel like they know me because I've been on for 14 years. So then when they call in, if I say, hey, this is something that would really help us if we have this, they're like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. But And I'll have Hunter. Hunter, you speak to this. What's, what's the reaction been from people that have taken it? Do you think they like it yeah, when they take the reason? Yeah, what's without, the reaction without been?
4: Without question, every single person says – you know, we've been with X number of advisors over 20 years and we've never seen anything like this. You know, why have we never seen anything yeah. like this? And that's kind of a tough one to answer. Um, but also every single yeah. time, you know, whenever you ask them, how do you f- feel about the report? Does that generate something that you think is accurate? And like, Oh, that's me to a T. Like whenever I go through and I read the report, yeah. nice. um, this is something that explains exactly what I want in a retirement income plan. Like, This sounds exactly like me yeah. to a T.
3: Yeah,
1: that's that's great to hear. And I, I think some of the things Wade and I say a lot is uh, no. I think what we've done is we we've created a, a way to surface questions mm-hmm. or surface preferences that advisors, yeah. really good advisors, mm-hmm. kind of get at in a discovery meeting. We've just done it systematically, so that it actually allows the client to to sort of have that aha moment as well. And it's just more efficient, frankly, because then you could. You could go deeper, much faster in that initial conversation. W- would you say, Wade, that's yeah. – did I say that right, Wade? Or-
3: I think so, yeah. 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 Here's a funny one. You, I think you guys will find this interesting. We've had a couple of cases, and we've done about 30 recess. Sure. We've had a couple of cases where the client will call back and say, you know, I took it, but I just – I feel like um, I, maybe I answered the questions wrong. I think maybe I need to retake it. And I'll go, okay, well, <laughs> let me just ask you out of curiosity. What's your feel for risk versus whatever? And so I'll use an example Uh, thinking of an individual. She's like, well, I am like completely opposed to risk. I want safety. I don't want my money in the market. That's why I'm calling you. And then, of course, we look at Orisa and it's protected income. (laughs) And I'm like, no, I I think you took it the way you were supposed to. It really (laughs) falls in line with everything you told us. But sometimes they think maybe they're not answering it right. But um, the information is really good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I have a question that relates to that. It's with your show Safe Buddy Radio. You might just generally assume that the the listenership for a show like that would tilt to safety first, so the safety first side as opposed to the probability based side. Yeah. But are you getting people who are listening to the show and, and doing the RISA and come out as total returns uh, or risk wrap? But in particular, yeah. that'd be interesting to kind of see cases <laughs> where total return listeners listening to a show that yeah. maybe is oriented more on the the safety first side. We actually have
3: had total return. Come back, uh, time segmentation two this week that were time segmentation, or sorry, two that were risk mm-hmm. wrap, and one that was time segmentation, and then we have had a lot of protected income that that has been uh, probably eighty percent of our uh, clients because they do listen <laughs> yeah. for that reason. But we have yeah. we have twenty and thirty year olds that call in wanting my book. And so they're not because uh, on the show we we offer a free consultation or the read a copy of my book, and or take in the RISA. And so we have everything under the sun. So, there there has been every quadrant in the in the Risa so, that's been so covered. A consumer that's listening in. Yeah. Can you go through some of these examples just
1: so they can you know I, I I want consumers to get something out of this from the sense of if they listen to your stories of of people across the quadrants, they can begin to identify themselves. Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah. Maybe I should look into these solutions. Like, you know, we have advisors on this podcast and we have consumers. And so, yeah, maybe talk a little bit about the, the cases <clears throat> and, you know, yeah. from a learning from a learning point of view. So, you know, they, they can identify what it means. Time segmentation. OK, what does that mean? What how does that relate to strategies, et cetera?
0: Are you a financial professional looking to learn more about the RISA and retirement income best practices? Well, if you are. You should join our Retirement Income Masterclass on Monday, August 28th, and Tuesday, August 29th. You can sign up at resaprofile.com slash advisors. That's resaprofile.com slash advisors.
3: Right. So a great example would be just from this week. Um, not a typical situation, but we have two married couple, and they're, they're not retirement age. They're younger than 50. And uh, they're going through a transition right now, but they both came in. And, of course, we Hunter and I met together representing both sides of the equation Mm -hmm. and both as RICPs trying to come up with the the whole overall plan for them. And she very much so said, I've already read your book, and she had read my first book, Safe Bunny Matters, from 2014. And she said, I don't want any risk. I hear you on the radio, and I can roll my 401K over, and I don't want any risk. And she said, but he's probably going to be different. And he's like, you know – Not always the case, but a lot of times female can be um, more safety oriented and he can be more aggressive. And he's like, no, I'm okay with risk. I'm fine with it being there. Well, then we have them. Then let's have you take the RISA individually. And guess what? Results are different. And so when you come up with the total plan, we have safety in there, annuities and life insurance. And we also have brokerage accounts and. Um, doing some combinations because it was 401ks and 403bs and 457s and everything under the sun. But that's a great example, I think, of where married couple, same household, same even um, working background to work in the same industry. Two totally different needs. Both take the RISA, have different results, and then you work with them accordingly. And it's um, that's how you put the whole pie together. Uh,
1: were they aware that… I, I would imagine they don't have over dinner Sunday dinner. They talk about, hey, uh, you know, we need to take care of our finances. I think I'm um, time segmentation, bucketing. Are you you strike me as this other person, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What? No, no clue. What, so what? What is their aha moment when they see this for the first time? Because we've had previous conversations, and what we're, we're getting at is, I, we think where we're landing is that theresa explicitly surfaces something that it doesn't right. say. It's not prescriptive in the sense that you need X, Y, Z or this or that. The questions are more getting at what solutions solve for. And if you yep. repeatedly, you know, have a reoccurring theme in what you want to solve for, then it becomes obvious, right? What the strategy yeah. should be. What What is your reaction from this couple? If they were different, wow, honey, I, I don't know who you are, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, how did, how did that work out and how did they feel knowing that you were able <clears> to <throat> provide a strategy that – reconcile the two but without them like
3: losing out yeah well what, what was neat about the specific situation is i think she by nature had more of the planning mind of i pay attention to our finances more he works more and i'm the one watching this yeah. she kind of already knew he's probably going to fall into a different bucket than me and he he wasn't as uh as paying as much attention to everything. He didn't even know what accounts he had. I think I have some 401s and some 457s, but I'm not sure. And I don't know what they're in. Didn't even have statements from a couple of them. But, but then when they take it, it is as she thought. They're in two different buckets. And then when they look at it, it's like, oh, well, yeah, th- this makes sense. I'm, I'm okay with the risk and was swinging for the fences a little bit more. And what was neat, though, was to watch her who came in and literally on her, the, the first day that we have a profile together, we we sent her the Risa before But she was one of the very few that actually took it after our first meeting. Mm. She had not taken it before she came in because she said on our paper, I already know I don't want any risk. And I've been listening to you and I've read this material. But what's interesting is when she looked at everything in our last meeting, when we're putting everything together and they're all on board, she's like, yeah, you know what? Now that I know that this portion of my money is safe and it's going to be okay, I'm okay with risk in in my 401k and, you know, and talking to Hunter about Here's what you, you know, feel free to do what you think is best at my age, 48, do what's best at my age um, regarding risk. Because I already know that this 401 we're rolling over to Brad, that's safe. It's protected and I'm not going to lose that. So it was neat to watch that Um, because on paper she was saying, I'm Mm -hmm. all safe, 100%. And then it actually ended up being more like 60-40. She's okay and she realizes she's got plenty of time to take some risks. And the other – and and the spouse, was his sort of – Reaction. He's all on board. Let's do what we. Okay. <laughs> he was like, I, I love. He loved it. Oh, he good. loved the report. Loved what we, what we uh, suggested. And he's like, absolutely. This is, and especially because this can happen. But he had eight different retirement accounts that, because of tax status, consolidated into one. Yeah. And if you take someone from eight different accounts, which was all these different job changes, and you put them in one account, it just makes and them more, You're right. able to, yeah. You know, it's like. Thank you for taking care of the nightmare we were in, just trying to find all of our statements and stuff. So,
2: well, that that's a great story about translating that that academic idea of you know once you have your basics covered, it's okay to go ahead and invest, in, and for people to feel that way, it's a great way to build that compromise when you do have a spouse whose income protection and a spouse whose total return. Yeah. Because then okay, let's build a floor for you and then we can go ahead and for more discretionary goals. It's okay to to invest that more aggressively. And that's why so we I love the RICP. Can... We
3: we love being able to come in and explain what a flooring concept is and taking care of that. And here's what's unique, you guys know this. You work with clients and people advisors all across the country, but you have two people that are the same age, but their plan's different. One of them plans to retire in the next five years and the other one's gonna work to probably age sixty five well the flooring approach and the safety approach is a lot more important to the one that's going to retire in the next 5 years and that was her she's going to retire sooner so it was like take care of the safety portion and the Risa kind of yeah. helped point out that that uh protected income part to her and she's like yep that's what i want right there but his mindset's mm-hmm. more of yeah that's that's 10 to 12 years down the road for me i'm okay with some more risk so it was good
1: okay and as, as mm-hmm. if some of you have been hearing you know the terms that we throw out Risa and the like just and Brad, let me know how I do this part, because you're you're an expert, you know, on, on your radio show. So <laughs> I want I want a great, great, great critique here. Let right? me ask you to just right. help us out and, and take us home on, on these things. But uh, for those of you listening, Wade and myself will be doing a retirement income masterclass geared for advisors. For advisors that want to know what this is all about, the retirement income style awareness, the RISA. We're doing a masterclass where we're going to be talking about the RISA framework, and we're also going to be showing you how you can incorporate the RISA inside of your practice. And the date for that is July 10th and the 11th, and possibly more, Wade, because we'll probably throw in a couple more quote-unquote bonus sessions on how to help use that within your marketing program for your firm, as we've gotten tons of feedback from that. But this will be our fourth master masterclass that it's been increasing in numbers all the time. I highly suggest you go to resaprofilecom forward slash advisors with an S advisors with an, with an O I'm sorry. Uh, just to, once you get on the site, resaprofile.com click on the advisor portion and put your name on the, on the wait list there. And we'll notify you when we're going to be starting to accept registrations
2: on that. Yeah, maybe that's a C. <laughs> so that's for go the... On, go on, wait. <laughs> but that, well, that's for the advisors on July 10th and 11th from 12 to 2 Eastern time each day. And uh, for you as well, Brad and Hunter, so I've spent a lovely night in Fort... You mentioned Fort Smith, Arkansas, yeah. the residents in there. Yeah. <laughs> I've not been to Springfield before, but I have been to Branson. My, my aunt lives there now. as about, I think, 30 miles away. Uh, But uh, could you just let us know a little bit more about for the the individual consumers who are listening to the show? Yeah. They like what they hear and they like to learn more. Listen even to the Safe Money Radio because it is available as a podcast. But could you just tell us a little bit more about your firm and how people might be able to reach out to you if if they so desire.
3: Sure. Well, I will say um, to piggyback on that a little bit, Springfield's a great place. so You got to come and it, and it truly is the most amazing <laughs> aquarium in the world is in Springfield, Missouri. Took them nine years to build at Bass Pro. So you got to come and go through, it take you three to four hours okay. to go through, but you got to <laughs> do it. So right here, you know, in our specific area, I'm the only safe money radio because it is zip code locked for about 200 miles and I'm the only person that's ever had it in this area. I'm never giving it up. So uh, huh. it is all across the country, but because I have a brilliant young mastermind under me hunter is like dad you got to start podcasting your stuff you're so old and i didn't know anything about podcasts Hunter,
1: make sure that license is in as well for (laughs) you
3: by the way (laughs) (laughs) that's right right. he started doing that for us back in like october november and so now we do instead of just being on the radio five times a week he podcasts all of our stuff and we've started having guests on like both of you and and ed slot and tom hegna and heather schreiber and other people so they, they can just go to YouTube and type in Safe Money Radio with Brad Pistole. Um, they can always call us directly, 417-581-9222. We have an 800 number, 866-780-SAFE. That's 866-780-7233, and they can call us anytime. If they want a copy of my book, I give them away. Bulletproof, the Safe and Secure Retirement Income Plan. Ed Slot wrote the forward to that book. And you get to see um, images talk- of his brain. Well, you do because we talk about the tumor in your in in your retirement accounts that's got to come out. You deal with it now, or you're going to deal with it when Uncle Sam says. So Ed and I talk about how to get rid of that tax tumor. It's funny because Hunter- many
1: people write in and they in the comments and they say and they ask, "Wait, does Alex have a tumor?" <laughs> 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 that's the only that's the only excuse they can come up with.
3: <laughs> well, so I was gonna say at the beginning of the show, I love your podcast. If you could just keep Alex from talking. So no, no. It's it's what makes the show. You guys are great. But Hunter, tell them a little bit. Of course, my business is Trinity Insurance and Safe Money Radio, but honestly, I almost never say that. Because I'm known as the Safe Money Radio guy, but Hunter, because of all kinds of reasons, has to have his own company and business and licensing. So Hunter, tell them about you. Sure.
4: So uh, my LLC would be Invest Pistol LLC. It's just our investment management leg of our firm. We're still here in the same building together. Um, So I've got, you know, my phone number is 417-943-4155. We're still all here in the same building. Um, Just kind of keeping the insurance and investments separate, you know, so the the eye in the sky is happy. Yeah, one of those things, but still all here in the same building. And uh, it's been really fun being able to you know incorporate insurance and investments, those two worlds together. Because I think reality is that for the vast majority of people, you need some sort of mixture of both. And I think.
1: No, I. I, I yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. You had said that. Uh, how, how, by the way, how do we do at the beginning? Did we introduce our stuff? All right. You know. Did- <laughs> absolutely. All right. Yeah. Yeah, he did good. Wait, we have something to strive for. you see how smooth Brad is? His book, every, he yeah, Everything he got everything out of transition.
3: the way. <laughs> I was gonna say, see, the only thing I can critique you on when you gave yourself a C, just know it by heart. I don't ever have to look at a phone number or a script. I know. I don't, it. You know and when you were saying out. your phone
1: numbers, you know what I thought to
3: myself, Wade?
1: I don't even know what my phone number is. Like our <laughs> official phone number? <laughs> <laughs> no, because yeah, we don't. No, because but... years ago we, you know, we used to have like you know, I well. At the office, we just did it by extensions, right? right? And so right. You, you just you. I'm 108. I still right. remember that. I was 108. You know that kind of thing. Dean was 105. You know that kind of thing. And then you kind of move away from that because then you had Zoom and then Teams and then Teams. You just like click on a button. And so then after a while, you literally forget your yeah. phone number. And then it's to the <laughs> point that no one really calls, or if they call, it's kind of a spam thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I I don't know my phone number. I, I would have to like, kind of like look it up right now, but. I digress. <laughs> you know. Don't worry. Write it in the comments, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was well, here's a different. funny note
3: for you, because I know you were joking about uh, Wade having this come up with his brilliant son, SpaceX. You know, in our story, my father managed my four hundred three b, my four hundred one k, and now my son does. Yeah. So I could, I tw- that's oh, how I hold okay. the noose on him. It's like, hey, buddy, I can fire <laughs> you just like I did my dad. So you better take care of that four hundred one k.
1: Do you have any brothers? Because Hunter maybe or sisters, because Brad <laughs> Hunter may be incentivized to make sure that that, that, that you do well. <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't drink anything he hands me personally. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> no, but all right. So we did the time segmentation. Are there any you know good use cases for somebody to kind of take something away? Let's say someone's in the risk wrap. Mm-hmm. You know what does that mean? What what would you be looking at at strategies? Because we you know as consumer takes this. Hey, congratulations! You're in the risk wrap. Okay, so
2: what? You know,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah that would away. be interesting would to hear heard? how
2: you, the both of you, uh, make the transition back and forth to work with a risk wrap case.
4: Yeah, you know that one's kind of interesting. Yeah. there are some new products, as I'm sure you guys probably know. Knowing David Lau and DPL, they kind of have some products that can maybe adhere to that. And we're kind of still stepping into that world on our side with, um, you know, some of the like Ryla products. Um, could potentially be a good fit. And it's really more so getting a good fit for not just, hey, you fall in this quadrant, so this means you can only have this product. Because that's not what we're trying to do 100%. by any means. A lot of times it really just gets to, you have to you know get into those one-on-one meetings and really iron out what's your priority. Um, because someone could be risk-wrap or just like in our example with you know, this couple that we had last week, one being protected income and one actually being total return. How do you marry the two together? Because the vast majority of who we're working with is married couples. So you have to kind of get to what is your number one priority? And really, if you're gonna you know, pull from one bucket or one area, do you want guarantees in there? To what level do you want guarantees? Um, or are you okay with no guarantees? And then going from there, that's kind of how we decide um, on a game plan for people overall, depending on their quadrant. I-
0: I, I think
1: what I'm hearing, Wade, and I want to see if you're picking up the same thing I'm picking up, Brad. I'm not. I'm not too concerned with what with what your thoughts are right now. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> uh, good. What, what good. I'm what I'm getting at here, Wade, is he saying a couple of things? The way he said it, I'm realizing that the Risa is beneficial because it's creating a, a common language. Right now, I, I would venture to say, Hunter, before the Risa, you weren't talking in terms of, "Hey, these people are." Risk wrap, right. time segmentation, total return. It's giving this uh, organizing language, yeah. which I think is useful for yourself as a as a firm, but for clients, I, I think they realize they they're, they're speaking in terms where you know it just begins to make more sense. The other thing you said that Absolutely. I that, that I love, Hunter, is it's a starting point. Yeah. By no means do we think this is a rubber snap. Hey, you're in this quadrant, and that's it. Right. It's it's a it's like yeah. a sentence. No, no, it's just. This is your starting point. Who knows where we land? Your your expertise yeah. is now to curate that process. Yeah. You know I, I, that's the other thing. And the other piece, Wade, that I think he said is okay. How do we know that's the landing spot? That's a starting point. But how do we now maneuver? And we, you know, by further questioning or by further seeing what sense where their sensitivities to us. That's why we threw in the four Ls: the longevity, yeah. the liquidity the you know the lifestyle and the legacy those kind of concerns and how those concerns maybe speak more or speak less
2: of of that quadrant Wade, did you get that sense i'm having like a side conversation (laughs) with Wade before we i had i heard more too like you you mentioned dpl which is a a good friend of risa and it's the fee only annuities that allow for traditional investment managers to also work with annuities but also that the fact that hunter answered this question risk crap we might think of as more of an annuity-style quadrant, Mm -hmm. so it's more a a role for insurance. It's interesting that the investments person uh, answered the question about managing a risk wrap style. And is that kind of usually the case here, where when you start looking at potentially the, the variable annuity world, which is treated as a security, that it's falling more onto the investment side of the the combined practice?
4: Yeah, I mean, not necessarily. Once again, it's a case-by-case it's case basis, and we haven't okay. actually mm-hmm. had a lot of risk grabs. Actually, our first two risk wraps have been this week on Monday.
0: Okay. So we're, we're actually right. kind
4: of still waiting in those waters, you know, so to huh. So yeah. that's one area where, and, you know, we're in a more conservative area of the country in general, and obviously our main shoe-in is Safe Money Radio, so a lot of our people are falling into protected income. But, you know, we've seen some time segmentation. Obviously, we've seen total return. Um, and a lot of times it's the husband's total return and the wife is protected income. And how do you blend that marriage uh, without stepping on toes? But really, we found that there's a really good way to mix it between the two to where everyone's happy. And it actually is very sufficient and really efficient for their plan at the end of the day.
3: So would you – Alex and Wade, would you say that the majority of people listening – I mean I know Hunter and I both listen to this. We ever get a notification every time you have a new show, but are the majority of people that listen to the podcast advisors, do you think?
1: I think it's uh, two-thirds consumers, one-third com- advisors. I, I think it okay. mirrors what we have on Retirement Researcher. Yeah. Would you say, Wade? Well, I, so
3: yeah, I'll say this. Um, there's a saying in not just this industry, but anything, any industry, nothing's original. Everything's borrowed or stolen, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm constantly quoting Ed Slot. I'm quoting Wade. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always con- I'm quoting all these people. It's always, I it's, knew it was it's you stolen. all along. <laughs> but but he, here's what of. we do. So someone can steal this, this advisor, consumer, whatever. Here's what we do with our clients. The neat thing about where the RISA came into play is that for years, because it's in my books, and I've realized today that I talk with my left hand, so the broken finger's been out all day today. There are four main purposes for money that we talk about. Number one is safety. Number two is growth. Number three is income in the future. And number four is legacy planning. So if we have a husband and wife together, then we will say, we want your number one and number two answer. What jumps out at you as your main concern with this pot of money? It may be you know, if they come in like the last couple and they've got – there were 15 different buckets of money. Then we've got a lot of different purposes. But think about your – if you're here just talking to us about your 401K, is it, is it safety? Is it growth? Is it income? Or is it estate planning? And they'll tell us number one and number two. But we want them both to answer. So, so much of the time she'll say it's safety and income in the future when I need it. And he'll say it's growth and yeah. estate planning or whatever. Then we have to figure out a way to marry it. And what's interesting is the Risa has already, because they've taken it, it will normally fall in line with their purposes. And then yeah. it really helps us explain that. So it's kind of a beautiful and, thing. And it's as I mentioned earlier to Hunter uh, – how is the language? Does they give them a lingua
1: franca, if you will, I mean, as as to, to speak about things? Do you find them talking to you and, oh, I didn't realize I was a risk grab, even though they may not know what that means <laughs> at first, after a while, they can begin to identify with, with certain constructs. Do you, do you find that from an educational standpoint that they're kind of learning, that they're seeing, oh, okay. And where I'm going with this ultimately was a conversation we had, Wade, where, you know, oh, my God, don't mention the word annuity. You know, you know, don't mention it. Don't start like that. You know, that, that kind of stuff and whatever, right? That by bringing it up in this manner and by bringing it up via solutions as opposed to products, does, does that does that help just with, with presenting solution sets?
4: Yeah, it definitely does. I think it kind of puts us in the driver's seat once we get the results back. Because like I've said, everyone that we've talked through the results with have said, you know, once I've read the report myself, this explains me pretty well. Like, this is where my heart is. This is what I'm comfortable with. But just because I fall into protected income or risk wrap, I don't necessarily know exactly what that means. But from reading this report, I yeah. have a pretty good sense of what this is and I'm comfortable with it. But that doesn't tell me where my money needs to go. So that's where you need to come in, Hunter or Brad. And so now that I've fallen into this category, what are some op- options out there? And it doesn't need to just be a one-trick pony, just because you know they fall into one category. It's let's look at the mixture of yeah. you know all these solutions out here, and that's kind of where once we get their quadrant, we we decide to put our brains together and we kind of create the plan from there. But it really helps the client be more comfortable with being open to all solutions once they kind of get through the reset. Um, like I said, I think like it just puts us in the driver's seat, and the client just seems to be a lot more confident in what they're about to hear once they read that first general report, because they have a good idea that this is going to fit me pretty well. I just need to hear what you know, the experts that we're here to see have to say about it.
0: If you're looking for more personal advice, please note that our show is sponsored by McLean Asset Management. Learn more at McLeanAM.com. That's M-C-L-E-A-N-A-M.com. McLean Asset Management is a wealth management firm where we help you design and implement the right retirement plan for you.
3: Yeah. And here's, I'll say one thing real quick. This has been what's interesting and you'll probably love this. I don't know if anyone said this to you, but what's interesting is when someone comes in and we tell them about the RISA and they'll say, well, I I can already tell you, like, I'm, I love, I don't, I'm fine with risk. I'm okay with when the market goes up and down and that's okay. The 01 didn't bother me. 08 didn't bother me. It's going to come back. And then they take the RISA and their protected income. And, and and you kind of walk through what that means and they're like, what does this mean? I go, well, have you – and then when you start asking them questions, they realize, yeah, you know, now that I'm getting a little bit closer to retirement, I I really don't want that. And But they – I think maybe they've just had something pounded in their brain one way or the other. I, I, and it's interesting when it's a totally opposite of what they thought it was going to be.
1: No, I, I think from a, from a psychological perspective, right, I'm, I'm a big believer in a learning paradigm. That's just a fancy way of saying antecedent behavior consequence, right? And you know the the insurance folks, from a retirement income standpoint, the insurance folks have lost the marketing game, or they're losing the marketing game, right? And so I, you turn, there's no, there's CNBC for the stock market, but there's no CNBC for. Protected income, right? Right, right. <laughs> I, I think C-SPAN well, is, is, uh, is the yeah. entertainment equivalent. Guaranteed safe <laughs> Dot com, Alex. Yes. No, but you know <laughs> what I mean. You know what I mean? Like on cable, you know, that, that kind of thing. The, it, 24-7, right? And, and so if people are exposed to this over and over and over, I think it's very hard to think, you know, 20 minutes here or there is going to change their mind completely. And so they almost right. need to change their just thought. With how they're looking at this problem, and if, if they look at this problem differently, which is what I what we're attempting to do, which is ultimately how do you want to? You've accumulated your you had human capital that's done. Now you've accumulated investment capital. How do you source that? Yeah. You know, if you view it like that and and forget about the investing game, then I then I think it opens it opens themselves up to being more amenable to just strategies. And if they really put their hand over their heart, they realize. Listen, I think I said it before. What you choose for a living is very similar than how you choose to source retirement income. You can choose a job mm-hmm. that's very safe, has a pension, or you can choose what you did, you know, what, what you're doing, right? More entrepreneurial, yeah. different vibe altogether. Yeah. Are you more right than than not? No, it's it's just one of those things. And when people realize they have a choice, there's not one, there's not one strategy to rule them all, and it's based on preferences, and they begin to view it like that. Yep now you're not rallying. Now you're not trying to rally. You're not trying to come back from something.
2: Uh, Yeah.
1: That's my two cents. Wait,
2: I agree. Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) but trying to do some transition here, like, but wait, there's more. So just one other thing that would be interesting to ask you about, given that you are effectively using the RISA already as part of the radio show, there is the option to ask the questions about the financial implementation matrix. It gives you a sense of is the person looking for a full-time type advisory relationship or are they more of a validator who just wants a, a sounding off board for maybe one financial decision or one-time planning and so forth, or are they self-directed? Is that something that you've been using as part of the, the assessment that you send to individuals? Uh, or, or no, I'm just curious to know, <laughs> I know your No is fine answer as well. It's yeah, no is fine.
3: <laughs> not, not as much because the majority of people... Who've contacted us, unless they saw a segment on TV where I was talking about the the Risa or it's one of the radio shows where I talked about it, most of them haven't known that was coming. They called into the radio and then they set an appointment. Uh, I said, hey, by the way, we want you to take this. And they were already probably thinking – something's not, they're not exactly happy, which is why they're calling me anyway. (laughs) Something's missing in what's going on, where they're at. Either they do, when we find out a lot of people just don't have advisors, they're doing it themselves. And so they, they need help and they need a professional and and guidance. So, but we haven't done that as much because the majority of people, which I think this is a good thing for all the advisors listening, but the majority of the people really with one exception, if they've taken the Risa, they've become a client. Okay. Nice. There's been there's been one exception where they didn't, and that was truly a they did not want to divorce their advisor of thirty years, but they did want to take the reset and they did want all of our knowledge and then they just it's a they actually did yeah. they did divorce, but they got back together. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they just couldn't follow through.
3: With, Hunter, were you happens. were you
4: in that meeting with your dad? I, I actually wasn't.
2: <laughs> so
3: we just got to take his word for at. it. That was the that's missing right. thread
2: yeah yeah that makes sense though, yeah in in the context of you've had people listening to you on the radio for for a long period, you're probably not too concerned yeah. about what may be a more general concern is the self-directed person who may never really follow through on on working with you probably aren't the types of individuals that are contacting you through listening to the show regularly for years. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. yeah.
1: And and Brett, I'll, I'll leave you with this question since we're and Hunter as well. But if you're giving us advice on what to do with the RISA? What would be your advice in terms of we want to put this out there? We're, we're we're obviously have a consumer push, but we're also putting this out there for advisors. Based on what you know, you know how should an advisor view the RISA? Because that would help us, you know, know how to how to push it out there.
3: Um, I'll, I'm going to use what comes to the top of my head. And remember, I have had brain surgery, so it may not be brilliant. Uh, okay. But I would say, you know, I've got a gym in the in the downstairs of my house, and there's a lot of great equipment in it. But um, as you can tell by looking at me right now on the screen, even though I work out every day, doesn't mean that I'm a 160-pound marathon runner. I have to get on that equipment, and I have to use it. And if I don't, it doesn't do me any good that it's sitting there. So someone may find out about this or about any other tool and if you don't put it into practice and you don't use it on a daily basis, you are not going to see how it's going to benefit you. It, you have got to take advantage of the tool and try it. And so what we just did from the beginning, I mean, Hunter and I had to say, you know, we're already very successful and we have our process down and I don't want to mess with it. Yeah, yeah. Now Wade and Alex come in and they're like, hey, here's this new tool. And I'm like, <laughs> do I want to give that to people before they even come in and meet with us? What if it messes that up? And we just jumped out in faith and said, you know what? We've already got trust and rapport with most people. Call them. We're going to send it to them and say, "Take this before you even come to the office." And it has been great. But we had to try that. We had to take that risk. So, I would say to anyone listening that you you, you have to give it a try. You have to trust in it from people that, you know, I'm a on the annuity side. I'm the safety guy. I've, I've written two hundred plus million dollars in the annuity business. I'm not um, I'm not brand new. I've done a lot of it, and I've written a ton of life insurance. So, from someone that's produced a lot, it works. This is a great tool that. Will come alongside what it is that you're doing and if you don't have a process it may really enhance it because what we we see so much then i'll let hunter say whatever he wants to say but we have so many people that take it and go i think the light bulb moment was for me when i realized my advisor of 15 years has never really asked me any questions about the future or they've never really asked me what the purpose of my money was and so this was really cool to take this because i feel like someone's actually asking me questions So what? a lot of times I'll say, sometimes from the investment world, it's about getting the money into the account, but there's no real plan for getting the money back out of the account, which that's an Ed slot thing. And so like our plan is, yeah, we want the money to come into the account, but we also want to to come in and go into the right accounts because we have a plan for how it's going to come back out either to you as income or to your family or your heirs. And so it's the whole overall plan. And something like this really helps and not a lot of people are asking those questions. They're just – taking on accounts and investing it and not not doing the other part so that makes sense no
1: no that makes sense i mean the only thing i would add to that before i get to hunter is just it it works on two levels and look there's there's we have two types of listeners right advisors and consumers for advisors like i said i think it facilitates growth for the business right more business better than than less right but more importantly not significantly more important is it helps consumers recognize a starting point that then they can then you know start with strategies that resonate with them I, I think you, you you it's probably helped you also fine-tune not only you know being able to you know increase your you know expand your business but do it in a manner that continues to do it right by the client yeah.
2: And thank you for taking Hunter, the what, chance on us too, Brad. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunter,
3: I will say this. I know this is important to a lot of advisors out there, but Hunter, what's one of the – and I know I'm putting you on the spot. No, what's it's What's one of the things great. you said from the very beginning that when someone, when someone takes the resop, it's great for us in one mm-hmm. way. W- why is it great for us? It's right. documented. I mean I'm a certified financial fiduciary. I'm a CFF. So it is – when someone says, hey, why, why did you suggest that for Bob and Mary? Uh, look at this report. (laughs) Look at the reset. Look at, look at what they told us along with our questionnaire. So it is great. CYA. It is really good to have that documentation in your files because it backs up, you know, uh, why you're suggesting what you're suggesting for your clients. So it's great to have that.
4: Hunter, you want to take us home? Man, I would just, I would say, you know, there's kind of two ways to explain it. If I were to explain it to advisors, it's kind of like a diagnostic tool. if you go to a a doctor, they could diagnose you with something, but there could be several different things you need to do to get better with the same diagnosis. So for an advisor, it's really important for us to be able to put math facts and common sense. I mean, in the physical form and you can see, Hey, this person clearly identifies this way. And this is probably the route we need to start leaning. But then for the client, um, it's, it's really just as clear, like clarifying for them because they can go, a lot of people come to us going, I don't know what I want to do or how I want to source my income. It's like, here's my papers and fix it. Um, make sure I don't run out of money before I die. And they don't really know, um, what direction they want to go. They wouldn't even be able to explain the difference between the two to you. And once they get through, uh, the reset, get through the process, they have a really, really clarified idea of, Man, I'm probably gonna need to go down a path of guarantees, or maybe I'm gonna go down a path that leaves me with a little bit more liquidity. That's more based on the markets um, and capital growth, and that allows them to be more confident in the plan. Um, and I think that's part of why, you know, like he said, um, all but one person who has taken the Risa so far has come on as clients because they understand what we're doing now. Um, I think it just helps everyone understand what's going on and why it's happening you're more likely to stick to a plan if you understand why that's the plan in the first place.
1: I think that's a great answer. Really well done. And thank you, gentlemen. I'll say it again for advisors, July 10th and 11th, join our retirement income masterclass where we'll do all things RISA, how to incorporate into your practice, how to use it as a growth engine. And better service your clients and, and prospects. Frankly, that's July 10th and 11th. Uh, ResultProfile.com forward slash advisors. And Brad and Hunter. advice want to... Advisor. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: no yeah. no s no s at the end just yeah advisory. yeah yeah. profile.com. Yeah. <laughs> i'm a c-minus now bro. Advisor we know.
1: yeah risa profile.com <laughs>
2: forward slash advisor
1: uh, we'll put it and in the now, show notes the Hunter, can you show
2: alex how to do this properly <laughs> yeah, just, show me how the- it's done
3: <laughs> well yes alex the first key is that you don't read it <laughs> so yeah just have it in your heart and yeah you know, if you if you need more information um we know where to go we we log into the resa profile every single day and it's it. one of the things that's really cool is as soon as someone logs in to take it you get an email so you know hey the client i sent it to they've logged in to start it and the second that it's done you get the email letting you know it's done so we love that and, so and how can, yeah. fi-
1: how can they find out more about you one more time why don't you take us home with that and we'll say our goodbyes
3: 866-780-7233 or 417 581 Our website is – mine is GuaranteedSafeMoney.com, and they can look up Safe Money Radio with Brad Pistole. Hunter, you want to tell them how to get in touch with you?
4: Yeah, my website's going to be www.InvestPistole, our last name, .com, www.InvestPistole.com.
2: There you go. And, and you That's So it. you're based out of the – Well, Springfield, Missouri, and Fort Smith, Arkansas, but you do work with people around the country if they're, it's not just very, we are licensed. All
3: over the place. We have clients everywhere, and we are on the famous Lambert's restaurant exit in actually Ozark, Missouri. Everyone in the world knows where Lambert's is. They throw the rolls at you. So if you've been to Ozark, Lambert's, you are right by our office, one block away. All right.
1: I guess we got to go visit Wade. You got (laughs) to (laughs) come. It's on us. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Really appreciate it. Hang on. I'll just stop it and just we'll have a little decompression. See you next week on the camera.
0: Wade and Alex are both principals of McLean Asset Management and Retirement Researcher. Both are SEC-registered investment advisors located in Tysons, Virginia. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational and educational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific securities. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor. All investing comes with a risk, including risk of loss. Past performance does not guarantee future results.